Hello and welcome to The Point Being, Ipsos' podcast on all things polling. Welcome to our 13th episode for May 3rd, 2017. I'm your host, Chris Jackson. Uh, We have a couple of things we'd like to talk about today. So first, let's get to our core political update. Uh, Generally speaking, things are pretty much the same. We haven't seen a lot of change in our political measures. 33% of Americans feel like the country is going in the right direction. That is strongly divided by partisan identification like it has been for the last couple of months. With Republicans, generally speaking, pretty optimistic and Democrats, generally speaking, pretty pessimistic. In terms of the main problem facing America, it's a bit of a wash. Um, There's a number of different areas people are concerned about, but no one overriding topic. Uh, Right now, healthcare is the number one issue at 16% followed closely by the economy at 13 and terrorism at 11. Uh, These are not terribly much different than they were a couple of months ago when President Trump took office. Uh, And while Democrats and Republicans have some differences in what they see as priorities, there isn't a huge coalescing of the parties behind this particular issue. Um, In terms of the president, Donald Trump's approval rating remains pretty low, uh, though certainly not at the lowest we've seen in the polling. Currently, his approval number is at 44%. Uh, that's down from the 46% when he took office. And his disapproval number is at 51, uh, up from 47 when he took office. Approval is strongly driven by party ID, with Democrats overwhelmingly opposed to the president, 81, 83%, I'm sorry are opposed, uh, disapprove of the president's job. 84% of Republicans approve of the job Donald Trump is doing though, uh, illustrating the clear differences of opinions. Independents are skewing against the president right now. 54% of independents say they disapprove his job performance. And that's really the difference in the overall index number, making it a little bit darker for the president. Uh, because Democrats and Republicans have not really shifted their positions since he took office. In terms of the detailed job approval for the president, things here also aren't terribly different from what we've seen over the past couple of weeks. His numbers on taxation, however, are a little bit better. They're 46 approve, 44 disapprove. That strengthening is a positive sign for the president going into a debate or a public conversation about revising the tax code. However, his scores for dealing with Congress remain generally negative, 42% approve, 47% disapprove, meaning the public doesn't necessarily see him as being able to shepherd legislation through the House and Senate. His marks on jobs and economy, generally speaking, remain bright marks for him. However, his marks on dealing with issues like the environment remains very negative and people's ideas of the way he treats people like them also remains very negative at 40% approve, 51% disapprove. Um, And then finally, on the effort he is making to unify the country, people are relatively split right now, 45% approving of his performance there, 47% disapproving. I think that split between approval and disapproval on Trump unifying the country is a perfect encapsulation of where America is right now. That is divided down the middle with people seeing issues almost diametrically opposed. 
On to some other subjects. Ipsos last week released the results of a multi-country survey about Outlook for consumers in 23 different countries, including the United States. And I want to talk a little bit about a couple of key data points. You can see all of the data on our website uh, under the uh, release for, what was it called? Gender. The gender and um, public outlook. I think so. Public outlook release. Um, in that, we have a particular focus on perceptions of how Americans see and how people in other countries see their opportunity in a very career-focused, sort of career-oriented light. Um, the United States tops the list on one particular question. I have enough trouble worrying about my own problems without worrying about other people's problems. 69%, that is two-thirds of Americans, agree with that sentiment that they don't want anybody else's problems to deal with. That makes us the most self-absorbed people. Uh, Peru is, in this list, the least self-absorbed, with 41% uh, agreeing with that statement. And I think you can see a couple of places where the opinions of Americans are driving that attitude. Only 37% of Americans think that today's youth will have better careers than their parents. That's a pretty low number, essentially only a third, uh, certainly a pessimistic outlook. 55% of Americans say they feel like they're under a lot of pressure to be successful and make money. That indicates a very strong drive to succeed. 51% of people say that they're willing to change the way they live to be successful. That is over half of Americans are willing to change to be more successful. 34%, uh, that is one third of Americans agree that they measure success by the things they own. That's pure materialism. One third of Americans are pure materialists. Interestingly, uh, we're relatively low on the scale compared to some other countries. India and China, for instance, are much higher at 63% in India and 70% for China. Um, but we're well above several other countries like Sweden or Spain where only one in five citizens say that they measure success by their material possessions. Um, and finally, on sort of a different note, 81% of Americans think it's important to have a good work-life balance. Now, I think all of these other data points we just saw indicate that the belief that is important and the ability to make it true are probably very far apart, but there is certainly a desire with the American people to have a better work-life balance. Um, finally, I wanted to talk about the upcoming French election. Uh, the second round of the French presidential election is going to be held this weekend. It pits Emmanuel Macron, Macron versus Marine Le Pen at sort of a centrist versus a far-right figure. If you haven't been following it, our colleagues in Paris have been doing fantastic work doing polling on the election. You can see their work at ipsos.fr slash presidentiel2017. Um, or just Google Ipsos French election, take you to the same place. Um, the, the French election, though, looks like it is going to be a relatively decent-sized win on the part of Macron, the centrist. He's currently polling between 60 and 64% of the French electorate going into the, into the second round this weekend. 
Um, however, Marine Le Pen with the 40% is still the highest showing a national front candidate would have ever shown in a presidential election in France. And I think is indicative of a broader theme we've seen around the world of this sort of populist surge, this sort of anti-government, anti-establishment sentiment that has helped drive Donald Trump into office here in the States, helped cause Brexit to pass in the United Kingdom, contributed to the failure of a referendum in Colombia, another referendum in Greece, and a number of other elections around the world. Um, however, I don't think that this particular election in France is going to see this populist wave oversweep the ramparts, as it were. Um, I think that the establishment, the center, will probably be holding, but there's still a couple of days to go, so I definitely recommend you to continue tracking the ongoing research being produced in that election to follow it up to the last minute. Again, you can find that at ipsos.fr slash presidential2017. All right, that is it for this week's Core Political. We appreciate your time. Look forward to joining you again next week. Thank you so much.